This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here today with David Witt and with a special guest, Umberto. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International, and Umberto is the director of SOM Mexico. Uh, David, let me just come right out of the gate asking this. Uh, People often are surprised to hear that Mexico is part of the persecuted church. Uh, People usually don't think of Mexico in that uh, in that way. Uh, tell us what is unique about the area that SOM is serving in right now that really makes it a very dangerous place to be a Christian. Yeah, thanks, Mark. I'm a, I want to introduce Umberto, our director down here. And um, I'm he and I are in Mexico right now. And that's the beauty, Mark, that you and I are able to use the online tools here to do podcast and so yeah umberto is uh, just a, a precious brother and friend mm. and we've been uh, serving together oh shoot i think right about eight years now umberto about eight years yeah, yeah. so he i i've seen him exemplify truly a, a spirit of of love a spirit of faith mm. over fear mm. uh he truly has that spirit of martyrdom there he's laid his life down um, and it is difficult down here. And, you know, again, Umberto, I'd like you to get into our for our listening audience, because our mission purpose is, of course, internationally serving leaders who risk much for Jesus. And you you fit perfectly into that definition. Mm-hmm. And I want you to talk about the work in Mexico and why is it difficult, especially who we're reaching out to? Uh, why uh, why do we reach out to them and why are you doing it? And just start telling us kind of more your heart. Of what's happening here in Mexico. Excellent. Yes. Um, how are you, Mark? Uh, oh, man, I'm doing great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for this great opportunity. I just going to mm-hmm. tell you real quick. I mean, what is the reason that Mexico is, uh, is going to uh, all the missionaries and, and we serve the Lord for many, many years here. And the risk, you know, to serving the Lord here in Mexico and to bring the gospel into these countries, especially in the area that we work in, is uh, we working on the areas with uh, indigenous of the country, which is uh, many, many languages in Mexico. We have over 54 languages. That's surprising because usually people just assume that everybody speaks Spanish. So there's 54 languages and you're not even dealing with Spanish speakers from my understanding. Exactly, exactly. And uh, most of these people has been and from centuries, they've been, uh, they've been actually non-believers in Christ. They believe in witchcraft. Oh, wow. We understand that, that, that coming from uh, the evil uh, uh, work on the earth right. by getting the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life of Jesus Christ, and that you know, it just takes uh, takes time. I mean, it takes a lot of risk for them. Uh, I don't want to use that word, but I'm gonna have to use that word. You know, the cartels yeah. in this country, which is something really dangerous. Right? Uh, they believe in witchcraft, and a lot of the successful they have. They, they they believe then then the witchcraft and the enemy of the devil you know actually helped them yeah. to be very successful so when you started preaching the gospel in those areas you have an enemy I mean we know that we have an enemy uh-huh. I mean uh, but we're talking about earth you know on the ground we have an enemies then they don't like for us to bring the gospel to all these places wow so all those all those deals you know uh, make us really going to a pray time and going to a hard situation and uh but just real Charlie story you know I can tell you a very short story right now in this moment yeah, sure about a pastor that we were with him uh, in in the mountains 
in um, mm-hmm. I, in the mountains of the Mexico, which is the Sierra Madre Occidental. I, I just don't, I reserve to be the town place, but I'll, I'll tell you what happened in this. This guy, okay, his, his, his father and his grandfather, grandfather was one of the most the strongest witchcraft uh, shamanes on that area. Okay. And uh, when he accepted the Lord, he having a real hard time with uh, with the family. Mm-hmm. They 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 don't want. They really ac- accept with him. They mad with him because he accept Jesus Christ. But he's one of our pastors right now. Mm-hmm. He's one of the pastors that bring the gospel, and and they've been planting more than fifty churches on that area. Wow! And believe it or not, one of the latest radio stations, which is one of the tools that we've been using to to share the gospel and share the word of the Lord, mm-hmm. so they can have a real good foundation. Right. One of the one of the the last radio station is set it up in the mountains where they have the sacrifices for the devil. Oh, wow. And we use that because, yeah, so that's incredible. And uh, that's, that's, that's uh, what God doing in these mountains right now and bring the, the, the people freedom and delivery of all those shackles and all those witchcraft, uh, uh, many problems. I mean, they come, you know, when the people practice that. Right. Well, we're coming up to a break here pretty quick, but Humberto, uh, if I'm understanding right, is this the first time that many of these people, many of these areas have ever heard the gospel? Am I, am I understanding that right? These are first generation Christians? Yeah, this is the first generation Christians. This 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 brother pastor right now oh, wow. is unbelievable revival. I tell you that we, we we go those places. We enjoy the presence of the Lord big time. This is something. It's a word for the Holy Spirit on the mm-hmm. mountains right now. I really believe that. Well, and that's the kind of thing that, of course, SOM wants to be a part of, that our listeners want to be a part of. It's exciting to see when the Holy Spirit starts to really do a work among um, new believers in a place that has never been reached before. That's really exciting. So when we get back on the other side of this break, I want to learn more about what's going on there in Mexico and the Sierra Madres and how the Holy Spirit is just is doing an incredible work there among these people who are hearing the gospel for the first time. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Christian leaders and their families are facing tremendous persecution as they preach the gospel. Listen to Kamala's story. Hello, my name's Kamala. My husband, Yalam, was trained to be a church planter. Many people in our village started coming to our house church, but it made some people very upset. One day, militant men came to our home and took Yalam's life right in front of me. Our hearts are broken. But more people have come to Christ since Yalam's death than during his whole ministry. Thank you for praying that we will remain faithful in the face of persecution. When we hear from people who are risking it all for Jesus, do you know what they ask for most? Prayer. The first Sunday in November is the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. We want to help you and your church pray for those who are risking much for Christ. At Risk Radio and SOM International have put together a prayer kit. This kit contains videos, prayer lists, and printable materials that you can use as you pray for the persecuted. Download your IDOP media kit at spiritofmartyrdom.com slash IDOP. 
Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. I'm also online with Umberto. Uh, David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Umberto is the uh, director of SOM Mexico. And now we're uh, on an international podcast here. Uh, Umberto and David are in Mexico as we're recording this, and I'm in I'm in the states. So you may hear some interference. You may hear some some clicks and beeps and things because we're on this international call and that. That's just, that's the beauty of it, that we're able to do a podcast across international lines, but also there is some interference from time to time. So we appreciate you being patient with us as we're learning about what God is doing in Mexico. Now, David, what's really incredible to me is the thought of taking ground for the gospel in a place that has historically been filled with witchcraft. I don't really have a file for that. I think that probably something like witchcraft happens here in America, but we don't recognize it as that. So speak to us a little bit about the special challenges that Christians in a place like where you're at are facing when they're having to take the gospel into a place that is historically been very hostile to the gospel. Yeah, I think Umberto can really help us unpack that too. But I, first of all, I'll just comment, you know, in the United States, I think, Mark, the way we see it come out is just sheer violence. And sometimes, you know, the, the taking of lives. I've not read articles that some of those people who have done great acts of violence um, are inspired by satanic worship. Uh, they... They literally are engaged in secret societies, and they talk about that inspiration. So it certainly is going on in the United States, but I think because Americans like to pride themselves in a materialism and a material world and deny the metaphysical world, uh, that's suppressed more. And so that's not kind of like normal conversation or experience. But the reality of it is around the world, like in Mexico we're talking about here, is that there are people that deliberately, you know, worship spirits and they know it's a spiritual yeah. world up there and they don't have a problem with that because they see the power. And uh, and so Umberto is, is really revealing to us how uh, witchcraft has flourished there. And, you know, I think about and I'd like to to uh, Umberto to really talk about this is how the leadership of Christ in the light of Christ then turns those situations around, because before the gospels there. Um, obviously, you saw that the those who were shaman, you were sometimes originally witch, uh, doing witchcraft, mm-hmm. um, were were ruling the people. They were the leaders, right, uh, yeah. of these tribes yes, and people. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so talk about that, and then what happens when the light of the gospel comes in, and and how that changes, and the authority that's involved, really, because mm-hmm. this is a leadership podcast. So, what does that leadership look yeah. like of of Satanism opposed to uh, righteous Christ-like leadership? All right. Okay. Um, yes. Well, that's a very interesting question. And uh, also, I think, you know, definitely we understand that Jesus Christ is the answer for everything. Mm-hmm. He's our, our higher authority that we have in the spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Uh, our life, uh, we understand that is is a lot of people, I mean, don't realize, you know, how important it is in the spirit. But this case, you know, we experiment a lot of situations where the people actually has been very discouraged on their life and sad people when they've been living for centuries on the darkness. Mm. The darkness represents the enemy. The light represents Jesus Christ. So when they come to the light, you know, it makes a big difference, big difference on their life. But one of the most important thing is then um, people, you know, uh, accept Jesus Christ, you know, where they never hear the gospel before, 
and we started talking about the love of Jesus Christ, the the situation, you know, when they accept the Lord, God started reveal to them how they was their life really sad before. Why? Because they have so many disasters in their life. Even even they get to the point to commit it as incest and have even uh, very, very biology problems. I mean, problems with their kids, you know, the way they born, the way they, uh, right. so they have so many problems, you know. Then uh, w once they accept the Lord, they start to see the light and understand all that. And they accept Jesus with all their heart and uh, they started to spread the gospel because it's a good news for them. They have a revival, but also they receive the power of the of God, the authority of right. Jesus Christ, to refute the devil, to uh, to do all those kind of practices. Um, yes. Well, yeah, I just want to jump in, Umberto. I was really impacted uh, when you told me before about this one tribal group you're with, and and as you've been with, us, especially when we first start, first started going. The oppression and the burden upon them, the sadness is literally they're bent. You said their their backs were bent over. They their heads down. They look at the ground. There's just a, a frown on their face, and they're just very dark and broken people. And then you saw a change as you brought the the gospel. Talk about that. I thought that was a powerful picture of the difference made. Yeah, that's definitely David. That was a very impact my heart. You know when I see that because one of the I mean, long time ago, when I started going to these places, uh, it was the people cannot even shake hands with you. They they see the ground. Mm. They don't see anything else. They don't want to see up. They don't want to show you uh, show you their eyes or nothing like that. So they was really sad people. But uh, I mean, in, in my heart, I asked the Lord, God. I mean, this is too sad. Then we can come to these homes, and the people are really sad, and they don't have any 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 hope, you know, in their life. But after that, you know, when I, right now at the moment, after a few years, I mean, we see the people in Christ, they, you come over there and they give you a hug. They, they actually very happy people. I mean, you can see the big difference, you know, their kids are happy. They have a peaceful, even if they have a lot of, I mean, not easy life. I mean, the life is not easy in the mountains. It's hard, you know, but uh, they can see their face and they can trust in the Lord. And Jesus is working so unbelievable in their heart that they change completely their culture hmm. remember this you know when we're talking about culture mexico have if they have 54 languages hmm. they have more than 60 cultures way to live in the houses and uh but jesus culture is only one when you live in christ it's a peace home it's a peaceful homes and they started living completely different life in in the lights of the Lord. That, that's uh, amazing for me, you know, when I see that results, you know. Mark, I think we'll have to continue this uh, podcast with the next episode to just get more detail on how these people have grown in the Lord and some of the amazing uh, things they're doing. But I just wanted to kind of bring some conclusion here that I think I really brought up the, the leadership principle here that, um, you know, until, and Jesus talked about that, unless you bind the strong man, and, and Satan is the prince of this world, the Bible talks about. And so we need a greater power than Satan to be able to take back the brokenness, the darkness, and the hurt that's, uh, that his kingdom has brought. And that's the power of Christ. And when, we're, when God's people are walking the power of Christ, then we, we change the atmosphere. And so I think it was great, just a blessing. I hope everybody, as they think about that, the, 
power and authority that everyone who has Christ in their lives can walk in and bringing the light of Christ to dark areas of people that are oppressed. Amen. Yeah, thank you guys for being on the show today and about sharing about what God's doing there in that area. And hey, if you're listening to this, we want to encourage you to step out and becoming a, a better leader in the kingdom of God yourself. And we always invite you to get involved with those who are risking much for Jesus. So you can do that a couple of ways. One way is you can subscribe to the newsletter. The newsletter gives you stories that we can't say on air, gives you uh, some full color pictures from the front lines and the information you need in order to help you understand what's going on in these areas that are very restricted to the gospel. You can sign up for the newsletter at atriskradio.com. You could also help this podcast by subscribing to it, by sharing it with a friend, by leaving a comment. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a question, we'd love to answer those questions on air. If you want to uh, email those into us, again, you can go to At Risk Radio and find our email address. Coming up soon is the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, and we have resources on our website about the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. That's at atriskradio.com as well as at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Hey, until next time, my name is Mark. Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.